It's two o'clock. It's mutinyradio.fm and .sf. I'm Pam. Toy of the Sheriff of Truth getting some water. We're going to be here in just a sec. We've got exciting things to talk about. Comedy show coming up at SF Standard. New publication up there on Mariposa. It's going to be great. March 17th. All female lineup. Woo. Myself, Tammy T. Love. Heather Rogue out of Sacramento. And Nicole Tran, a favorite of the Bay Area. Love her. She's hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. And, hell yeah. Uh, so this is the Japanese Bjork, Kope. I'm obsessed with Japan. Um, and now that I'm a tr- walking trash fire, and I watched Love is Blind Japan. But. It's amazing because they're speaking Japanese. Watashi wa... Watashi wa nidisu. Arigato I love, I love their language. It's awesome. Arigato gozaimasu. And they have beautiful names. Oh my god, Wataro. Oh, I love their name. Midori. Anyways, I was watching Love is Blind Japan. And I am obsessed. And it's so funny because we all know that white dudes have an Asian lady fetish. But now that I've been watching Love is Blind, man, I'm wondering if Asian dudes have a white lady fetish because give me to Japan. I want, a, I want a ticket to Japan ASAP. They are romantic as fuck. They're giving each other bunnies and writing letters. I am so glad you said that because even for the nine years I've lived here, I've noticed that a lot here. And I've that even, white guys are with Asian girls. Yeah, but but yeah, it's, that's it's just not, a trope that exists. It's not even just exists. about love is love. It just seems like it's a fetish, fetish. Yeah. And I like when I used to because bartend, when I used to bartend, Arigatou I would eavesdrop on some of these uh, dudes' conversations yeah. about mm. how they would talk about certain different types of Asian women. Um, so well, traditionally they, Asian women have held a place of sort of silence like geishas and all the all the stereotype is that except the opposite stereotype is the tiger mom it's like when you're when you are gentle delicate flower a petal a rose petal or not a rose petal um, a cherry blossom petal and this the idea of this diminutive demure Quiet. Quiet, right. Second wife eyes down kind of thing. But then once you have kids, you're a tiger mom. Ha! Ah. Yeah, it, it's just like, and then, you know, they were, there was a documentary I watched a few years ago when they were talking about fetishizing uh, what um, with women of color mm-hmm. Asian women was one of them and of course black women were because you know there's that whole fetishizing with the slave master or slave guru sure. or whatever that's what the song Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones is about really I, I can't it used to be my favorite song but I can't listen to it anymore but anyway I learned a little bit more and even when I went to Southeast Asia I noticed it too and but I noticed it in a really even more grotesque because unfortunately some of the, uh, well, Thailand's not, I don't want to say underdeveloped, but a lot of the women feel like they 
use that way to escape sometimes of poverty depending on the circumstances but it's still a fetishism you know just uh, i'm just wondering if if asian guys like white women because i'm telling you after watching love is blind japan i'm ready to go i'm ready i'm trying i mean i yeah i learned a, a tiny bit of japanese uh list and it's funny there's certain words that are american words but they say them japanese like like crazy they go crazy or they don't say it like that they say uh, they'll, they'll be talking and then they'll say an, an English word, but in a Japanese way. Anyway, I'm obsessed. I watched it. I watched Love is Blind Japan. I cried. I wept. I, I was bawling as I was watching the, the weddings at the end. And Oh, my God. I think we talked about this maybe a couple years ago where on Tinder, they on the app where black women and Asian men were the least... Uh, swiped upon what yeah and which is funny to me black women and asian men yeah we're kind of like at the bottom of the the, the dating pool asian what? women are high sure yeah and then uh latinas depending on you know what kind of latina you are uh they're in the center and then black women are at the bottom wow. and then same what it goes with like uh men asian men are at the bottom which well, i gotta tell you i never really thought i've never really looked at asian guys as hot i mean i always thought keanu reeves was wicked super hot and he's half japanese but recently i'm like dude asian guys are hot i don't know why i just never even i've been with a couple of asian brothers there. just one i've won uh and he and it was funny because he had it he had a pretty big dick and i was like <laughs> So I know, I was like, oh, uh, not all stereotypes are real. No. Oh my God, I learned this. Um, now I'm obsessed with looking at men's hands. Uh, there was a girl on stage and she said that a guy's dick size is usually from his big finger to his thumb when it's stretched out. That is correct. And I'm like, what? I'm 47 years old and this information finally reaches my delicate ears? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. So now I'm obsessed with looking at guys' hands. Like, on the, I, this is, I've been single for two years now, so I'm like, and one of my buddies was like, maybe you should take the wedding ring off. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Just keep the flies away, but people like just are I'm like, why has no one ever approached me? And I, it might just be my personality. I don't know. No, because San Francisco sucks for the day for single women. That's I don't know. I, I, I mean, I love my life and I'm happy and I don't need a dude. I'm surprised um, you've not heard that. I've learned about the hand oh thing since high school. I had no idea. Yeah. Dude, I, no one gave me the memo. I used to look at, when I was younger, I would look at dudes. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. So. Well, and now I'd like, I was, I've written all these poems about delicate fingers and all these things. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been paying attention to the wrong attributes. But you know, it's, you know, speaking of those with penis size does not always mean the best. Obviously, going back to that whole stereotype about Asian men, which sure. is very, it is false. Because I've been. Men are men. Yeah, I've been with Just some Asian skew. brothers that were like, you know, average to like, oh my God. Uh, but, it, you know, I've been with black brothers who I'm like, that's really your penis? Really? Wow, that's, that's really like, nice. that's a baby care. Oh, the smallest penis I've ever seen was on a brother. Wow. Yeah. And huh. so, unfortunately, it didn't work out. He was a lawyer and had to pay me up, but it couldn't work with me. Uh, but, I but, know. People with money, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine dating. I honestly can't. I don't know how to accept food for free. Um, unless it's an exchange for something. And I know that what the exchange rate wants to be. It, I know, but the thing is, like, I just, 
it takes so much for me to be interested in like having sex with a person like it's just it's not I mean I wish I could be that type of, I've always wanted to be like a slutty type of person where I'm like yeah I just want to like have sex with people and I and I want to be that way like I always wanted to you know like I wish that we could play spin the bottle or something I'm such a child I have no I you're just probably not interested right now. I all. am though. I'm like, oh. I want to. I mean, I want to meet somebody. I think, or I want to. Spring is I, coming. I don't know. You know, I want to like. I don't. I want someone to be. In, I want someone to be into me. Yeah. You know, and so I. I haven't had that in a long time. That I'm into someone that's into me at the same time. It just hasn't. And all the guys that are into me right now, I'm not into them at all. Like, and they're kind of like. Ugh. <laughs> You'd be no. moving backwards. In other yeah, words, no, like, just like way backward. It's problematic. <laughs> that I mean, and I'm like, I'm like, mm-mm, no, just don't. I don't even. They, oh. But then the ones that I actually have made a sort of a play for, they're not interested at all. Yeah, um, I, you know, I'm hearing the same thing from like a lot of my single girlfriends as well. The same thing. They're recently uh, either a year. Both of them are a year single. Yeah. And, you know, they're just, you know, again, the whole dating pool in SF really sucks unless you're a gay man. Well, but uh, I have really low standards. Like, I like comedians. They don't have to have a real job. I mean, I they can be on food stamps. I don't care. I'm a socialist. I just want to, like, I want to be around a person that wants to spend, I don't know, adult child. Well, obviously over... 21 they have to be able to buy me a drink i mean like an adult like having an adult conversation yeah i want to like but i want to like connect with a person and have them want to spend time with me and i want to spend time with them but then we also like to have sex like i kind of want to do but not like too much time where i'm like i i like i think absence makes the heart grow i've made the mistake in the past of being like i'm with you all the time every day all the time and that's just like well it's I mean, and it's what I've always done, but I feel like, and I've said it before, and I'll, and I've never actually played by my own metaphor, but that relationships are an hourglass filled with sand, and whatever person you meet, there's a certain amount of sand in that hourglass. And so are the days of our lives. And so are the days of our lives. <laughs> but once those pieces of sand are gone, it's gone, man. And so sometimes your sand goes really fast, and sometimes it's even like not sexual relationships. For example. I had the opportunity two years ago before COVID to do the Edna in a Bottle where I got to do a play with, um, you know, there were five out, there were five of us and uh, we rehearsed and we wrote these things and it was amazing and we did it and we were together for a month, like every day pretty much. And then it ended and I still see them sometimes so the hourglass of our relationship hasn't completely run out of sand, but we dumped a lot of sand in the beginning because of that project. But I feel that way about relationships too. Like, you know, don't make the sand go out so fast. I think, you know, maybe, something back. maybe this, these couple years that you've been um, single, I think it's for the best either for you right now. The reason why I'm saying this, because a lot of things in your life personally in Pam's world have been taking off. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> and so, like, even what we talked about last week with your scripts and stuff. Hopefully, and, we'll see if they get back to me. And then, well, I mean, even with, I mean, that's something. And then yeah. you being able to open for big names and do all these shows and all these things that are coming mm. 
you know. I was on the punchline on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just imagine you trying picked. to teeter your workload along with babysitting, or not babysitting, sorry guys, I'm being ha, sexist. Ha. Um, trying to form, a relationship's a job too. Sure, so sure. like trying to have relationship, you know, cause not, unfortunately you, I think you lucked out before with your ex because he was able to tolerate you know sure and you know with you know with your career but not every man was like well some men can be like well what about me well but the you thing know? is i love to cook i just right. i want to i want to be with a and i keep saying i want to be with a comedian because we'd be in the same place at the same time a lot of the times and we'd have that thing in common but we'd also like you have to spend time away because you have to be writing like I need a, I require a lot of alone time for like oh, thank you whoever's alarm that was so annoying in the background sorry audience you, um, you, you could so in other words you could not be with a dude who didn't have a job and was completely broke on food stamps I don't you know care why? why because you would need time away from them Meaning you would need time to write. That that person that you were describing earlier would probably always be up under your ass. Because you would be the person with the money. Well, no. I mean, I think a lot of comedians have food stamps and they just do their thing. It's just, that's the thing is that when I do a food stamp date, it's, I mean, and I'll do it. I go to, I go to Gus's. My favorite thing now to do is I don't buy their sandwiches. I get a big baguette, an Acme one because it's good. And then I get either the duck pate or some really stinky cheese and then or like so like really good cheese and like pastrami or something and I make so I make a big old sandwich and then we go to the park whatever and it's too totally chill I, I just I don't know I have I have a lot of friends I wish and that's why I feel like I wish I could be slutty because <laughs> no seriously there are so many comedians that I spend time with that I value their friendship and I value their opinion and I hang out with them every day and it's just the right amount of time and interaction in an interaction I enjoy but then I also want to have sex with them like some of them maybe sometimes but then once you start doing that other things happen it changes everything sometimes it gets complicated well it always gets complicated doesn't it it always gets complicated with me so I, I don't know how to 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 make that different, to be like, what if I could? Like, is there a, can I? But I like, be like, I mean. You don't have a slut bone in your body really, Pam. Like, that's just not you, you know? And the thing is, which I respect because, you know, I retired my slut card, but you know, I think you have morals. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, I, I, I want, but that's the thing is like, I. Sex is a negotiate. I mean, it's not a negotiation, but it can't. I mean, I don't know. It, 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 it's all it of the is. above. It's all of the above. You're right I mean, on track. So, but I don't want to. I don't. You shouldn't use it as a weapon. Well, no, but sure. and I don't want to pay for. Like, I require <laughs> it a little that. bit. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't think is it that much to ask that I get to have sex with a person that I'm into that's into me. Is that, is that like. Is that is that a big ask or is that not? I don't see. I don't even understand the way the because, world works. I'm so confused. Because dating is fucking hard, and meeting that person that you don't just want to have sex with is fucking hard. Like I don't like meet I, anybody that I just want to have sex with. Like I don't. Not. I mean, I'm saying not. I mean, if you are looking for a relationship. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That part is kind of hard. It's it's. But see, I don't even really want like a but relationship. You don't want to look. I want. 
I want to hang out with a person that I enjoy hanging out with that stimulates me and my but not that I have to like try really hard to impress them just like like just being yourself and like being chill and having things like I would love someone I could tell I mean because that was the problem I think I had with my ex is that all he wasn't in comedy so it's annoying to have to listen to somebody talk about but like if I was like, quote unquote, dating somebody who was in comedy, oh my God, it'd be so much fun. We could like bitch about other comedians. See, I don't, I don't think you're, you're not making it fair for yourself. You don't narrow it down to just a comedian. Hmm. I mean, they could be a writer, someone in the arts basically is what hmm. you're looking for. Someone yeah. who has a little bit more open time, but also has that downtime. Cause you don't want to just narrow it down to a comedian because then you're making it harder for you. I just like damaged guys. I used to like guys oh, that went to jail, but now I'm like, no more jail. That's bad. You can't have damage. You too old. I like, no. I like interesting people. I feel like I'm pretty damaged, uh, except that I've, I well, I made it. I made like a little. I have a lot of mental health issues, but yeah. I, but I, I focus them in a way that's very positive. For example, like. Do I have an eating disorder? Absolutely. Why do I bake bread like four times a week? Why am I nurturing Gary, my new, oh my God, I love Gary. He's my new sourdough um, guy and he lives in my refrigerator. I left him out today because I want, I fed him a little bit too. But I made a sourdough. I'm, he's my buddy, his name is Gary. Okay. Don't tell L anybody else that. Well, no, of course. <laughs> if, if anyone with a sourdough starter absolutely will name them and they're important and you have to feed them and you can't you have to give them enough um air you can't you can't suffocate them anyway and you have to bring him out of the i bring him out of the fridge like every, once a week and i let him hang out on the counter and i feed him with some sugar and i give him a little more flour and i stir him up and i let him get all bubbly and i talk to him and then i put him back in the fridge um but i i mean because of my eating disorder that's why i cook and bake and love all of that because i'm controlling food and so it's it's really it fits my OCD like there's a lot of OCD things that I have but I focus them in a way that they're they work for other people like I think that no I, and you I don't like when you said damage because to me a damaged person is someone that is not seeking any kind of outlet to get help hmm. for whatever trauma that they don't they recognize have. their trauma yeah, yeah exactly sure, or sure. they don't recognize it exactly yeah. i think with you because that's what comedy is and your writing is for it's an outlet it's a therapy sure. you know to put the that trauma or whatever onto i'm going to turn my tragedy into comedy right you know and i think that's <clears throat> i think you see a lot more like we're going to use your word damaged people that are sort of the normies the mm. ones that you know because it's hidden like, damage they pretend to be normal that's it that's it yeah it's uh it's the walnut creek and the there you go the people that are like well like what i used to be when i was in my 30s before i left my husband when i'm sitting in my house my beautiful house that we bought in san diego with my two dogs and two cats and my veterinarian husband and my job at Ethan Allen and I was suicidal I was Shit. like I was like what the fuck is going on this is my I hate my life and people were like um wow. you have the perfect life you're married your husband has a great job you have a super fun job you've got the right amount of ducks you've had parties all the time you've got a spa you overlook the canyon you, you drive a Lexus your life is perfect what the fuck is wrong with you oh, shit. and that's what I was telling myself a lot too which was like there is something fundamentally wrong here that I cannot recognize and I'm not dealing with mm -hmm. and so I left
And that probably wasn't the best way to deal with it. Was just to, I mean, you, I mean to start again. You're younger but. and you're trying to figure out how do I. I know I'm unhappy, but I'm gonna. It's. I mean, it's better you to leave than off yourself. Sure, sure, absolutely. You know, and yeah. the thing is, if that exactly what your life used to be is exactly what I saw growing up in suburbia, mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> those to me were the damaged people that I. They would just walk around, pretending that everything's fucking okay in their miserable marriage, yeah, and their badass kids. Yeah. You know, pretend, pretend land, which is to me more toxic. I agree. Than anything. So, I mean, with you, <laughs> you're using outlets, different types of radical outlets, honesty. Too. Oh my God, I'm it's too much. You know. <laughs> I drank for the first time in uh, I had 29 days sober, and I I drank last night, March How? 1st. Wait, wait. So. So at OMG, I ran my open mic. Okay. And um, I got through the whole list. It was great. I had my drink tokens. I gave away a lot of my saved I, drink tokens. I figured you were. I had I had four IPAs. I had four Big Daddies. Oh my God! How the whole you, night. Oh my wow! I know on my that's first night 10, back. That's ten percent, nine point eight. Big, big daddies, daddies are no. Excuse me, Racer Five. Uh, oh. excuse me. Tonight is Big Daddies. No, I think they're like Racer Five is like seven. Yeah, like seven percent. I'm surprised you were able to. I well, I love beer. I missed it. I started at five thirty. I had my first beer, and I had my last at. I'm gonna say 9:30. Okay. Because I and I sang karaoke, so I stayed for my whole open. I ran my open mic from six to eight. Then I waited till the karaoke guy came, and then I sang "Moving Out" because it's my new favorite song to sing. It's Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I could. I have it all memorized. Oh, you had it in a span of hours. My yeah, in a span of hours. So I had four. Back to back. I yeah, know. I had I had four. I and there was more than I wanted. To. I wanted to only have three. I had three during the show. I actually had two during the show. I waited till after to have another, and then I was there for karaoke, and I was like, all right, I'll have one more. So I meant to have three total, but I had four. So, and then I went home, and I was a little pissy pants. Not pissy pants. Like, I just was like, I was texting someone, and they were not responding, and I was like, not happy about that. And I didn't say some stupid but a little bit but then so that's one of the things where i'm like okay that's what drunk pam does uh oh she i mean so get that device away from her right but <clears throat> um that was the only i mean i had my which i i'm i did have one more than i thought that i should i but i did have all those drink tokens and i it was my first night back and i was having a really good time and a span of three and a half almost four hours is pretty right good. sure and um and then I went home and I ate, I ate dinner and I watched some TV and went to sleep. And I woke up this morning and I felt fine. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <coughs> I did sobriety and, you know, I don't have to drink. I just, I also like supporting the bar. For example, tonight before my show, um, there's the Eagle and they have $3, I, they have $3 Big Daddies. So <laughs> it's like I want to support the bar, though. I don't want to just drink water. And I do tip for water when I'm there, but I want to support the bar. So I'm glad that – so I'll have one there. I'll have two during my Asiento show, and then I, I'll go to Milk Bar, and I might or might not have one at Milk Bar because they are so expensive that I think it would be best – if someone buys one – how about this? I'll make this rule for myself. I will not buy myself one. If someone buys one for me, I will say thank you. And I will take it, but I will not be purchasing my own alcohol tonight at Milk Bar. That see that that works. That that's a great way to budget your drinking. Yep. You know, um, congratulations too. By the way, it was not a big deal. That's the thing, and I almost didn't want to drink yesterday. I was like, but I was like, I'm back, baby. I'm, I'm an adult. This isn't. 
I'm not going to let it get to the place it was before. And I know that. So it's just about, you know, consuming less, eating more. Your skin looks great. Thanks. Yeah, I'm all hydrated. I need to drink more of this water. But I'm not ever going to be 100% anything free. I don't think that I'm ever going to be away from the weeds or the the mushrooms or the... (laughs) Yeah. I got some shrooms in my refrigerator right now. Nice. I am, not gonna, I am never going to be 100% sobriety here. I can't. Well, unless I'm pregnant. Unless, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm not, that's not, that's not happening for me. But that, it was nice, though, that if something did happen medically to me, I would, I could handle it. I could be, I could be booze free. No problem. If, if I went to my doctor checkup, which I need to do soon, my lady parts, and if, they were like, whoa, your liver numbers are off the chart or whatever. I'd be like, all right, I can. If a doctor told me drinking's going to kill you, I would be like, you have I would not drink anymore. Absolutely. But, oh, my God, I'm so excited to drink a glass of wine tonight. I love wine and my IPAs. It was so funny because my bartender, Jess, last night, she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm drinking beer. I love beer. Like, I don't love whiskey. I mean, I like good whiskey, but I don't love, I don't crave whiskey. I crave beer. I crave good wine. Absolutely. Like, oh my God. I love red wine. I've always loved it. I I love wine. I'm Obviously, I love beer. This week, I've been pretty bad. Um because let's see, Wednesday I was uh, in the parade, went drinking after that because it was on roller skates all day, so that was yeah. cool. Monday I had one Peroni. Tuesday I had two Peronis and one Truma Pilsner. Those are so light. They're such I know, baby but beers. I know, still drinking. And my thing is I'm trying not to drink in the early parts of the week. At least, you know, if I'm going to drink, I will have a beer. That's already a total of four beers since Monday, and today is Wednesday. So to me, I'm like, that's ridiculous. I need to stop. Wow. You know, and I'm like, I had four last night, and I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, you, but we're talking about a person who had not drunk for about 29 days yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, as for me, you know, I drank last night and the night before that. Mm. But, um, but mostly the stuff that I've been drinking lately have been light lagers and pilsners. Because yeah. I have not had the taste to get really fucked up. Well, Sunday was different because I had done you were great on Sunday though because you set me up with this with Megan I'm super excited so there is going to be a woman's history comedy review coming up hell yeah that we will be advertising I think we're still trying to work out the name women's history month we get one month that's uh well and I'm excited because I can do all my feminist jokes Mm mm-hmm Finally. I thought about coming uh, with like an apron in a 1950s. I have a little um, tiny apron 1950s I thing, know. and it says wench. It's super cute. I, <laughs> and I have, yeah, it's hand embroidered by my buddy Lisa Mendelssohn. She's amazing. And it says wench. It's super cute. And then I also have like a 50s, a couple different 50s dresses um, that would be fun to don. Yeah, just to put the spin on. I could look like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I can do my hair. I can do the under bob, and You've I can wear a little hat. <laughs> And I can wear really bright lipstick. And then after that, after the second act, she rips it off and becomes Pam again. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I can do an underbob. I can make my hair look. Actually, on Sunday when I was talking to you and you were at your roller skating thing, I was next to a hair dye thing and they were dyeing people's hair and stuff. And I thought, 
what would I look like blonde? I've never been blonde. Really? And I thought it would be fun to just like, just to see. Just because I have like my hair is virgin hair and it's all getting gray now, anyways. But I wonder what I would look like if I had like, if I went to a hairstylist and spent, you know, I'm gonna spend like 150 bucks, get my hair done, get it cut in some way. I don't know what, it's so long they could do anything with it. But like. I think you'd be better as a redhead. A redhead, but redheads always, I mean, but it I'm, would look like it was fake, but not fake. I want it to be like totally different. Right. Like. What kind of blonde, by the like way? Like white blonde. Oh, we're talking white. Like white blonde. Well, not like I know like light like Billy Idol white blonde yeah, like, from the 80s like white yeah um or like 90210 kind of blonde like the 1990s like oh my god I don't know if blonde. I'd want it to be or I'd be like it'd be fun to just have them go completely silver and just go from there that would be cool I can't so you've never dyed your hair I, oh no I haven't I haven't I've, I used to dye my hair red back in my 20s oh okay but um you know, with so you've seen Gloria. yourself that way, okay? So seeing yourself, as a yeah. Blonde. But Try a blonde wig just to walk around in and see. Yeah, I don't know if my features would. I don't know what would happen. Anyways, I was thinking like, what if I? Because then if I dyed it super blonde, then I could dye it pink, mm-hmm. or dye it like lavender. Be a mermaid. There you go. Don't do green. No, I'd look like a troll. I people with green or hair orange. the way it fades and <clears throat> look all, orange is weird too. You look like hot garbage when people's green fades. But I love pink. Pink is one of my pink favorite colors. I think that pink hair is awesome. Yeah. You, you know what you could? Well, your hair is too dark. Damn it! How about this? You could start with a strip of blonde, like like that, like that white blonde. Mm. Like do a strip, mm-hmm. and then you can play with that strip and dye it how you know whatever you want. And then since your hair is pretty much virgin, you wouldn't have to worry about like your her hair being blonde and all the chemicals if you just sure, do sure, like sure. one strip yeah you just know because even a highlight can change everything yeah <laughs> well i really just need to go get my hair cut by a professional i have kind of realized that Ain't no i'm not an adult i feel i literally identify as a 14 year old boy neither of us have our periods i have the libido of a 14 year old boy like i'm thinking about sex a lot like a lot and I've never watched porn so I have no idea even what to what to like imagine and what I end up imagining I, I fantasize about this one particular person and his hands and his feet he has gorgeous feet and that's so weird that's so weird that I'm like a foot fetish person but I love to have my own feet touched so I don't know I don't know to each their own but I, you said a 14 year old boy I a identify 14, as a 14 year old boy a 14 year old boy would already been jerking off but by Pornhub at this moment. I'm sure. But I mean, like, I identify as a 14-year-old boy from 1982. <laughs> he would have found his dad's club magazine. Sure. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I just, alone. I have a very vivid imagination. I, But I think that's what makes you awesome and cute. Is that I have no idea what I'm doing. That's good. I think you do. Well, I you, just... I mean, you just talked about how unhappy you were at one point in time. That's, you, that you is know, very true. Most people just rather stay and suck it up and drink themselves and Judy suck Garland themselves. Well, yeah. or, I mean, it's just that that mindset is not that I... That wasn't my... I'm living the dream. I love... I mean, that's the thing is my life right now is pretty... I don't want to 
be like jinx it things are fucking great like i love my apartment i love this station i get to express myself i'm performing constantly every day of the week like she loves her cats i love my cats i love the, i mean everything is great i've fulfilled artistically and i mean the, I, everything's good That's a major difference in contrast to where you were probably 15 years ago sure but i had a relationship so that's the that's the thing is i have like i have no relationship and there really isn't even one on the horizon you don't know that though. no one has expressed interest in me the thing is i know this is going to sound like a horrible cliche from a julia roberts movie but I, it's going to happen when you least expect it it usually does it it you know, when, because I say looking, but when you are looking for a relationship or a new love, uh, you end up not finding that person that's compatible. But when you're not focused and your energy is not on looking for a significant other, it usually pops up. It's like, wait, whoa, is this something that's happened? Okay. I, you know, unexpected. I, I just know no one's, no one's showing interest you keep saying that you keep putting that negative vibe right, out there right. girl. well i took i finally took my wedding ring off because i was like using it oh to keep the flies away but <laughs> but it wait a minute yeah what? but that's why i would it's wear it a great joke thank you well the, i mean i i would i would wear i always was wearing it because a it's really they're pretty rings i like them but also if anybody talks to me for more than five minutes you know i'm not married it's basically just to like on the bus and shit i don't want like you know but I, I think it's different though when women keep still keep their wedding ring on uh because even if they don't know even if they know that you're single maybe in their mind they're like well maybe she's still in love with him so that's why she still has the running ring on oh maybe it, well i mean and some, maybe you know what and that might be it for the best. i think that i you know I'm, i've had i've had a crush on a pedestal for such an immense amount of time that i can't even imagine finding anyone else remotely attractive <laughs> like i i know stop it i know i wish i could but, you will eventually. Yeah, I know. It'll whatever, or or I'll die. I'm 47. That doesn't matter. I'm happy. The thing is, it doesn't matter. We go. Back it doesn't. It doesn't matter because I'm happy without a relationship. I mean, oh God forbid, I'd be a witch in the forest and not have a relationship with a man and oh feel completely God. content. It's only been two years. Yeah, I think that's that's a healthy amount of time to be single and then some. But, but I'm is, also 47. Like that don't mean shit. I know, but the How guys, do... guys over four. I'm really not. Well, I might. I'm gonna start looking at Asian guys because they they can be older and they don't necessarily look older. Mm -hmm. Um, and true. yeah, start going to Japantown. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, like, I think also something. You know, even when I was single, I had to get out of my comfort zone and start dating other people besides artists because i got yeah. stuck into i used to have a saying for myself i like my boys dusty with problems yeah. that didn't turn out very well for me so sure, i had sure. to go outside of that box and usually the boys dusty with problems were artists well, and they're, so, it's that they're they're dangerous and fun and yeah. you don't know what they're gonna do they're like um 
what's the word impulsive i like Very impulsive. like and that's fun like when you're hanging out with a dude and he's just like let's blah 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 and you're like what okay like i love that and I it love- and then doesn't it happen all the time yeah but then sometimes you know that person isn't even mature enough to realize that no we have to plan something here rather than you do willy nil i get you know get tired of babysitting sure you know which you will i'm sorry to say this ladies if you are straight women out there you will always have to babysit a man no, no matter how old they are <laughs> um and so the thing is, you know, I never thought I was going to end up with someone in tech. Oh, sure, sure. You know, sure. I thought, you know, I want my artist and live right. in a loft and shit. Yeah. But I mean, but come to find out he was an artist in his own right. He used to do drawings for raves and shit back in the 80s. Huh. And I was just like, ooh, my nipples got hard then That's when cool. I found out about that. And then, you know. And there was stability. It was sure. something that I yeah. hadn't had. Oh my god! Because by when we, him and I started going together, uh, I was thirty-two. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't have a stable kind of healthy relationship yeah. at that point, you know. And this has been the first <laughs> and only relationship. And then it was just going outside the box. Sure, sure. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna open it up. So, opening it up. What the fuck's going on in the world? Uh, um, you, besides Ukraine and Russia, and we're all gonna die. <laughs> what you gonna do about your ass? Uh, yesterday was uh, Jim Crow Joe Biden State of the Union in um, March. I thought it was usually it's in, in March. Yeah. I thought it was in January. Yeah, it's usually it's in March. I thought. But huh. anyway, well, there we go. March. I didn't. Um, I didn't pay attention. I didn't know what's happening. I was focused on the drinks I was going to have that night. So Jim Crow Joe, um, I'm sorry, I'm just not a fan of this president, though I voted for him. So uh, yesterday was the State of the Union. I did not watch it because I am it. not a fan of the establishment Democrats. Yeah. But what we did find out is he didn't mention black people or voting rights that much. Seeing as voting rights is well, one seeing of the top- as Black History Month was over, I mean, yeah. he really didn't have to say anything, <laughs> but, did he? But voting rights, we were in midterms. No, no, I know, I'm just absolutely. Oh, I, I, yeah, but the thing is, it's just like so. I'm gonna it's important stuff that they're re, re- gerrymandering districts, yeah. changing lines. And I told you, gay people, they were coming after y'all next. I predicted this shit. Sure. I told you they were gonna go after you with the voting rights and everything else, and what we talked about last week with "Don't Say Gay" in Florida. Oh, so. This article is from Huffington Post. It says Joe Biden is all out of ideas for how to protect voting rights. Oh, my ain't that God. some giving up bullshit? How you? Anyway, GOP v- voting restrictions uh, merited only uh, as a uh, mentioned during, only as a curtsy mentioned during Biden's State of the Union address. Democrats have no strategy to counter the Republican assault on democracy. Wow. So. Uh, in 2021, the Republicans were waging an all-out assault on American democracy, passing a wave of new voting restrictions and um, increasingly spreading conspiracy theories Ugh. on the country's election. On Tuesday night, President Jim Crow Joe devoted less than a minute of his State of the Union uh, address to detail dem- uh, Democratic plans to counter the GOP ex- uh, offensive. The wow. sole mention of Republican efforts to restrict voting rights came up more than half into his 65-minute address, and Biden offered nothing more than another merger call for Senate to pass legislation, which had already been killed in January by Manchin and Sinema. 
uh, I guess he doesn't want to be like a Lyndon Johnson, though he w- said the N-word a lot and was kind of racist. But how are you going <laughs> to... My question is, Democrats, how are you going to keep the Senate and the House... Uh, if you don't let people vote. If you don't fight these gerrymandering and these GOP mm-hmm, mm-hmm. horrible voting restrictions. Uh, yeah, we should... D- Go. Free speech. The whole... She's about to get on. No, just that our country was founded on democracy. It was founded on, and I get it that the white guys, and it wasn't for, but it. What is America? Are we changing it? Are we saying? Are we? I think we need to redefine. I think we need to redefine who and what we are because democracy is gone. Does anyone even understand the philosophies that it came from? From the, the ancient Greece and the, I mean. Representation. And the thing is, it's crazy. We're even we're talking about our own fucking party right now. You know, the fact of the matter is just like, I, I mean, it's all over the place. I think it's like forty-eight states have put up some harsher restricting voting rights. Voting so- should be made easier. We should be able to vote at the ATM. Oh, and we, if, what if you don't have a bank account? We should be able to vote on your free Obama phone. There is Voting no be, uh, reason. There is no re- there should be a day off. Everyone should get the day off. But if if we if everyone can have a motherfucking smartphone, if you can control everyone's lives through the fucking computer in their goddamn hand that you make all of us have, you took away my old phone. You don't let me have a flip phone anymore, you jerks. So you finally did it. You got me on the computer in my hand. Good job. <laughs> And you're trying to influence me and tell me what to think about Russia and about the Ukraine and about voting and about black people. You're trying to tell me what to do. And that's fine. I get it. But let us vote on the goddamn things. How dare you restrict voting when it should be made easier and easier? We should lower the... I think that 16-year-olds should be able to vote. I think 16-year-olds should be able... If you can drive a car... You should be able to fucking vote. Maybe we should vote at the goddamn DMV. Maybe there should be, voting should be easy. We should be able to vote in all kinds of places. You should be able to, and why? Why do we not have the technology? It's on the phone. Why can't there be a little special code so that it's not broken? So there's no fucking hanging chads. This is ridiculous. We have the ability to make voting easy and accessible for all, and yet we don't. I'm going to answer your question. It's because this right here, what... This is this this article about what Jim Biden, Jim Biden, Joe, sorry Jim, uh, what the Democrats, the older generation, just give up like this. Everything that you're saying, right? Like Al Gore. Oh, okay, I guess we lost. Mom. Still pissed off. Twenty two. Oh, years we later. lost. <laughs> exactly. Hillary, I, we lost. Mom. And please, Hillary, stay in the force. We don't. Please don't I, run again. I like Hill Dog. I know, but she don't need to run again. It's true. So this is what uh, President Biden said. This is the ugh of what he said about voting rights yesterday. The most fundamental right in America is the right to vote. Clap, clap, clap. And to have it countered. And it's under assault. Biden said in the state of this in the state of what they that's a typo of the state of the union new state laws have been passed not only to to suppress the vote but to subvert entire elections we cannot let this happen good tonight i continue this is just all lip service when you think about mm. it though uh tonight he um tonight I call on the Senate to pass the Freedom to Vote Act, pass the John Lewis Fighting Voting Rights Act, and while you're at it, pass the Disclose Act for Americans who know who is 
funding our elections. Yeah, we need to know who's funding the elections. Other issues, including abortion, Biden's nod toward voting rights fell almost obligatory, resigned, and meant to stave off criticism from the progressive activists, civil rights leaders, and democratic state leaders. So, so he basically he gave, a, he gave a nod. He's like, okay, I'll just say abortion real quick, and then this real quick. <clears throat> but he didn't delve into it and he doesn't so really care the people that vote voted him to office i will i will say it again he he meant to stave off criticism from progressive activists civil rights leaders and uh, democratic state legislators who of uh, many of them spent most of the year demanding more urgency from the white house that he avoided the topic entirely he sure the fuck did it suggested that the president and Democratic leaders in Washington are out of ideas of how to respond to the GOP's anti-democratic onslaught onto the courts and in the states, not with just new federal laws, but forceful rhetoric defenses of the voters Republicans have targeted and the democracy that they have put on Pearl. And it planned a grim picture of where the fight to protect voting rights and bolster American democracy may go from here. Yeah, we either uh, we either care about people voting or we don't. We clearly don't. And if we cared, we'd vote on our phones. But that's that's what we do. We, it's, I've been saying this for year, we, years. We can all vote on American Idol, but nobody can vote. You can't get the day off to vote for the president or whatever. Like, well, come on. We already know what party, one party who doesn't want us to vote, yeah. and they're fascists. We know that's the GOP. But now you have what makes it so... We know what the GOP strategy is, and they're pretty fucking good. Yeah. But then we lies. Have, yeah, lies. <laughs> lies but, that everybody believes. But, the, but they're winning it. They're killing it. And these people, these people that we voted into office, well, let's just try to vote this over again. Yeah. I mean, we still have Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin who voted these bills down. We have abortion rights that are about to get slipped away. Oof. And mind you, why can't you put a fourth? another supreme court justice in sure. we have the power right now and the thing yeah. is yeah the thing is biden is not twisting enough yeah arms. because trump did it so fast he pushed people in boom boom Bang. boom 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 faster than ever neil gorsuch such gore loves abortions uh pushed and through so fast and, and that girl, the girl who was the, oh, she crazy. was, she was the uh, fucking, she, she worked for, for, uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, not Alito, sorry. No, the one that I have Scalisa. a joke of Scalia. Scalia. Uh, I thought it's in a joke where I say, oh, my period was so painful. I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. Nope. The entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. Oh, you should talk um, I know, because <laughs> I'm going through menopause, so it doesn't... I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I can lie. It's fine. It's comedy. Um, but yeah, anyway, the world's falling apart, and the, we're letting it happen for that's, money. That's the thing that... Yay, that's money the, wins again. Woo! The, and that's the thing. You know, people are talking about, listen... The, the Democratic Party is not on urgency. Mm -mm. Why do you keep, like, I'm... So How do we light a fire under their asses and be like, get a Supreme Court justice in there ASAP, Another kids? one. Yes, please. We've got... Trump put in three, didn't he? Yes. So, come on. We're, Move. What we're about to do is replace another one, yeah. which we're still, what, three, five, three, four? And so, the thing is, and the urgency should have been there when Trump was in office. Absolutely. I mean, we had a whole fucking, like, what, 2016, a whole, like, three and a half, four years. January 6th, 
could have that's your yo they try to kill y'all yeah right and you're still not you're not pers- giving these people enough harsh uh consequences consequences yeah, yeah. it's and it is january 6th was just a test run by the way Oof. and the thing is because the the government and especially i i am so sick of the democratic party I am yeah. so disillusioned. Yeah. I'm so mad. And the fact that they pander to the black community and that they pander to the LGBTQ. But what else do we have? That's the thing. Because we're in a two-party system and the Green Party nobody cares about. At, at, exactly. <laughs> because it's the system that is built against us. There is no socialist party. And we they broke that down in the 20s when mm-hmm. socialism was working and with FDR and then they were like, like everybody's a communist it's bad social because socialism rich people don't like socialism no because it takes away their money and then well, it takes we're talking away democratic socialism though sure yeah. but if there was a socialist part if we could have a multiple party system if we could make it easy to fucking vote we can't even make it right to vote. Exactly. So we got to start right there. We got to start there. Okay. Here's Pam Benjamin's, which I know nobody cares, but here's the way that I would save America. Go. Is by democracy and it's by representation and everyone can be represented because everyone has a fucking cell phone. You all, we all have them. We all have them now. You did this to us. You made us have them. So now let us vote with it. There's got to be a way that there's a special number that you vote. You could use your fucking social security number for Christ's sake. Like, but does it, it has to be anonymous? What, what, what's the point? I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that they're, if they're collecting all of our data. Then they'd have all the voting data. Uh, I mean, if we, I just think it should be easy to vote, we should vote on our phones, and then we'd really be able to see why is it voting like Tinder, where we can swipe <laughs> on everybody's issues and see. It's easier to buy a gun than vote. Isn't of course that it is, up? <laughs> right? I just really you've got to you've got to figure out a place, and then you've got to go to another random location. We're a we're a polling place now. Yay! Yay! So. Don't have to go vote in a random place. Come to Mutiny Radio. That's awesome. Well, just trying to make things accessible for the neighborhood. And, and I don't know. You know, and the thing is, the Democratic Party, I mean, everyone who is of a either a minority or of a different class. You who, are othered. The others. We're the ones that are being up against assault right now with your Marjorie Taylor fucking greens, the whole GOP. You have, you know, you have a bunch of white supremacists mm. in that fucking party mm-hmm. who are trying to burn everything. And that means you two women, your vagina is in trouble. And so some people that don't. Is the whole that's the whole voting block of the Democratic Party. Yet the Democratic Party is just saying, well, just keep protesting, you guys. Yeah. Your voices will be heard. No, but do n- your no. part. Right. We brought you into office. Mm hmm. We, I think that a lot of white people don't recognize that they support white supremacy. I think there I is. I think there are people oh that don't see it at all. And then that also in, in the GOP. And if you tell them and you and when they were like, black lives matter, but all lives matter. And why are we saying that only black lives? It's like, excuse me. <laughs> we're. We're recognizing you don't, we know you matter. White lives matter. We got it. Everyone's gotten the memo. Okay. But right now, this isn't about you. <laughs> this is about Build a wall. Black Lives Keep Mattering. 
because yeah. and showing the because I think a lot of people are like police brutality, but that's not a thing. Yes, it's just real. I and a lot of white people they really think just eat, they're white supremacists, but they don't even see it. And exactly. you have to lift the veil and say, "Hey, look at me! I was born on third base. Wow, the education was easy and accessible. Not everybody has that opportunity in the United States, and we have to." Put shine a big fucking light on it and be like, hey, land of opportunity for white people. Yeah. <laughs> like it's supposed to be when, the land of I love when people talk about immigration. I'm like, where'd your great grandpappy come from? Mm-hmm. You want to build a wall? How about I build you another Mayflower? I mean, that's another thing. And I thank you for saying that, by the way. You're absolutely right because there are a lot of Caucasians that are walking around thinking that they that one black friend. Or that those couple of black CDs they have, I said CDs, yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes them not racist. You know, I'm like, no, your partner can even be of a different hue. You can still be a white supremacist. Yeah, that. So, and we are. We're, Clarence we're, Tom, more, ring a bell. We can. Mm. We continue to support the our government right now, and it is. Uh, we are built in white we we're built on slavery like we have to acknowledge until reparations happens i, I mean slavery and genocide baby yeah. yeah and then now even there've been some um some jokes that people have been doing about sports and but that also is and an equating it to slavery because people's flesh is being traded for money and that is the definite. Ian Langland has a joke about it right now. Oh my gosh! And Rob Edwards, um, he was on the Punchline on Sunday, and he had a joke. He's he's a big, big, tall black guy. He has a joke about someone calling the um, the the Black Friend Network thing. Like, I <laughs> um, I just said the N word three times. What I need uh, is a is a black friend to show up, and and then the network's like. I'm sorry, our insurance doesn't cover the N-word. You're on your own. <laughs> and he said the N-word. And it was, it's it's such a good joke. That's and, actually funny. And he's, but he's, he was like, there is no network that you can call up and get your black friend to come save you when you say something racist. But it's... It's just, it's bewildering to me. Because even, you know, we grew up in a generation where we say, oh my God, that's gay. Or like, oh, or, sure, sure, and, you sure, know, sure, the sure. F-word used to be flung around the playground all the time sure 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 not knowing that i mean you knew it was bad and it was like you know we we knew you know it was an ugly word mm-hmm. but then i don't say it no, because that's not what you believe you know i call a fag a cigarette though because sure. that's what well, it well is. you've also been to, to europe so that's yeah. a little different that's that's cultured when i was teaching high school in um 1999 in oceanside my classroom they were saying, oh, that's gay. Nice. And I stopped the whole class and I said, that's like using the N-word. And then we had a whole conversation about, and it was good that we brought it up because I was like, it would like be call, calling a Chinese person this, you know, and we, and then, and, and we start talking. I said that you guys are a lot of, you are Hispanic. What slurs are thrown at you? That's the same as you're basically saying who you are or what you represent is demeaned in some way by this word that you are lesser than. And they were like, huh, yeah. huh. Cause I was like, if gay people want to call each other gay in that way, that's fine. Just like yeah. black people can call each other the N word. 
Or and then you know, like, in or, the, or in Filipinos, the, I guess too. No, I don't know, but they're. <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, in the gay community, they call each other the f word all the time. Uh-huh. And, you know, yes, and I'm just Brady like does, yes. that's their word, that's Joe. That's their word. But again, this I'm allocating to the fact of like even, I mean, though I've never been homophobic, I just know certain things not to say, and so that makes me not homophobic. But you're empathizing with somebody using slurs against anyone really maybe it is because it's easier because i'm a minority i don't know you know maybe you know maybe it's because i'm not you know i'm I'm a non-caucasian person but i don't understand either that's why i don't understand certain caucasian women you know we all like to talk about susan b anthony and women's suffrage and but yet these white women oh, oh by the way they also um they also um use affirmative action a lot more they benefit from it a lot more than any other minority but anyway who do white women really yeah white women benefit from affirmative action a lot more just because it's women yeah because that means women and other minorities right but but i it it surprises me like we talked about how many white women voted for trump twice over And the number jumped higher than it was uh, the first time around in 2016. Oh, and so just hurts me. Just hurts me. It really started me. 2016, I really started to look at white women a different way, Hmm. where it's just like, are you uh, like, are you here for the fight, or are you here just to make sure that you're not showing your white supremacy side? Are you listening to your husband and voting the way he wants you that to vote? Part too. Are you, do you have an opinion of your own? Are you worried? Is it your pastor that you're following? Mm-hmm. In what? Because. What male identify kind of. Because he's, Trump was not helpful to win. I mean. Grab you by the Grab pussy. you by the, I mean, he's so disrespectful in public. And every, it just, how, to be able to support that is beyond You're me. supporting sexual assault, yo. Yeah, exactly. He's terrible. I mean. What else is going, wait, we, we got to go back to what's going on in the world, though, because oh, I have yeah, no idea go, what's going on in the world. Oh, yeah, so back. we So they're taking away, they're so, not helping with so the voting Jim restrictions. Crow, Joe, the Democratic Party is not doing very much. Um, We've got Ukraine and Russia oh, still happening. So uh, speaking of Ukraine, um, there's also a... There, I don't know if you've seen some of the videos of certain of the African students and Indian students who are being who are being pushed off Ukrainian trains on the Ukrainian Poland border because they're minorities. Oh my God! Because so, everyone's trying to escape and they're like, "Fuck these guys! Yeah, they're minority!" Know, wow. Unfortunately, Western Europe has a horrible, horrible, like issue with anyone that is non-white, pretty much. Um, so, with so uh, over the last few days, several this is from Huffington Post. Over the last few days, several reports of, uh, from the Ukraine-Poland border have indicated that Black people living in Ukraine have had much tougher time getting to safety. Oh. According to CNN, refugees of color were forced to wait in frigid conditions with no food nor water. Oh. On Tuesday, Ukraine's foreign minister said that all people living in the country should be treated fa- fairly. Ukrainians have been prioritizing over Africans, men and women at every point. Ra- uh, Rachel Ombagunda, a Nigerian student, there is no need to act for us to ask why we know why um the russian invasion of the ukraine has put western world's inability to inability to see black people as human in the spotlight while rallying the troops 
and his people to fight back against Putin's aggression. Um, Ukrainian uh, President Vladimir Zelensky was successful in appealing to our common humanity. It's not something that black and brown people in conflict really have ever been able to do. One CNN producer tweeted about his sister, who is from Sierra Leone, who lives uh-huh. in the Ukraine. Her harrowing escape from the country included walking 10 hours in the cold, sleeping outdoors, and abandoning belongings. Oh. One student from um, Guyana said that he and other Africans were physically prevented from crossing the <sighs> Ukraine while they were wa- they watched white people to be let through. Oh. This is his quote: "Unlike the people from the Middle East." or countries with predominantly black or brown populations for whom war and other devastations have often been seen as expected. The Western media very, uh, very quickly realized the humanity of the Ukrainians. So there's been, um, uh, they've been doing these things. Uh, the media has been really harsh and be- being very racist about what's going on with the Ukraine, meaning some news journals have been saying um, you know these blonde hair, blue high people are in, in this war torn country, uh, saying those little code words. And like you know, one journalist said something like, you know, the Ukrainian people are not like the people in Syria or Afghanistan. The others, they're othering. Oh. Yeah. So we're seeing. Uh, they're we're like seeing, they're just like you. They're white. Yeah. So, I I've the only thing I've really seen is all of their pets people fleeing with their pets and pets dying and all of this just like it's just I I just hate I hate anything to do with war when anyone has to leave their home I can't imagine I can't be how you gonna be racist during wartime well that's never mind disregard I said Uh, that disregard I just said that so that's so So, that's um, falling apart and everybody's being racist oh yeah Oh, here, I'm going to read this last one. Though many is feel as unprovoked attack of Ukraine is um, unprecedented, the horrifying truth is that many countries and people, war has been consistent for decades. But Palestinians, Iraqis, Afghans, and Syrians, though constantly under the threat of death and destruction, haven't been receiving overwhelmingly warm welcomes and worldwide support. Wow. Message. Wow. Well, that whole thing happened where to four million refugees from Syria and did any come to the United States he didn't take any it's like can you at least take 10,000 they turned them away at the uh, Poland uh, border too oh my god Syrians yeah uh I just I the human the humanity well everybody be nice to someone this week go see some comedy laugh laugh at my damage please (laughs) tonight at 730 at Asiento uh that'll be fun you're not Tomorrow, I know. Well, I work, I work my damage into good. You know what I mean, like. Okay. But I, yeah. Sure. I read, read a book. I do some push-ups, do some handstands, try to turn it all around. Uh, but thank you for enlightening me today, and I'm having another beautiful day of uh, therapy. I love, <laughs> I love living, uh, leaving on a happy note. Like Hell so. yeah! <laughs> no, my I, again, my life is great. I'm, ha- I'm living the fucking dream. But I, I mean, the only thing that would be, it would just be, it would be frosting on the cupcake. Everybody likes cake, but they like it better with frosting. And what I'm saying is, I got great taste in cake right now. It's got <laughs> chocolate cake. It's got hey. some, maybe some raspberry filling she in there. She got some white cake over I here. I got some, I got some <laughs> chocolate chips in the cake. It's a delicious cake, but with frosting. I mean, come on. And then maybe if that frosting was dipped in some jimmies, you know, those little sprinkles. 
Ew, or no. even some rainbow sprinkles. I love God, sprinkles. No. I fucking love sprinkles. I sprin- oh my God, my commitment to Sparkle Motion is real. <sighs> but some fluffy frosting. All right, maybe like a little raspberry on top instead of instead of the sprinkles. You ruined my cake. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if it was chocolate? What if it was like topped with frozen yogurt and then dipped in that shell, that magic shell, so that it was hardened chocolate over the ice cream over over the cake. See, that's what I want. That's what I want. I like my cake with the fruit in the middle and the whipped cream in the middle. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Strawberries. I'll make some weed cake next week. I'll try Ooh, to make some cupcakes and fill them. Yeah, I can fill cupcakes and then top them. I mean, and put weed in them and be good. It's starting to sound really sexual. Yeah, I'm super hungry. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go to Dollar Tacos. Hey, everybody, this is the last commercial I'll do before we're out of here. Um, Dollar Tacos, Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 at El Toro on 17th and Valencia. They're literally a dollar. I mean, with tax. So you can get three tacos for like $3.26. It's a steal. And then give them, please give them the 74 cents tips, you fucking animals. Nobody tips them. I'm like, give them, at least give them the change. Tip um, them, damn it. Tip them. But it, they are delicious tacos. And they have birria, and, which they're charging an extra 50 cents for. But that's fucking goat. It's worth it. And um, they're al pastor. I'm over the moon. I love it so much. And they're carnitas. I think I'm going to get two Al Pastor and one Carnitas. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Any other last words? Anything you want to share? Oh, besides the comedy show on the 17th. Oh, yeah. At SF Standard. That is going to be at uh, the 17th. I think we're going to do what? Probably six to eight. Perfect. Yeah. Love so it. I got to find out what the closing time is. I'm going to call her after this. Yay. Well, thank you for joining us today. And uh, enjoy. We're going to, I'm going to play some more of the flat black plastic. Uh, it's still he's the last Black History Month. It's it's uh, it's good. He was all all black, all plastic, all flat um, from from this wonderful and hey, happy Women's History Month! Yay! And supporting Pro women. Pro choice. Pro choice, and uh, everybody be nice to a lady. All right. Bye. bye.
plug us up into line one and two. No problem. Yo, Paul, plug him up and give him that hype effect. Yeah, that's good. Plug one. Plug two. Plug one. Right plug No problem. Yo, Paul, plug him up and give him that hype effect. Yeah, that's good. Polaroids 
Brooklyn thought is an uplift. And real is the answer that I answer with. Dying yet lava, what you must realize that the tune that I present is surely not a gift. Different in style is definite. And style which I thought is sure legit. Now set aside, I say I hold pride in performing this melodic misfit. So sting cause this picture is pitching. And since Daddy Dove is now saying, all sing along to your favorite song while the pocket transistors are playing. But least but not last, I'm frightened. For the words that I reply, hold doom. Life of the chant can be stopped by accident when you're tripping the wire of the plug tune.
Jam Master J, Adidas, WBLS, and Rush Productions presents a fundraising appearance by the kings of rap and roll. Live at the Apollo Theater, April 19th, two shows, 7 and 11. And though you to stay alive, you gotta rush, we only got 60 seconds to say a lot of shit. What's up, New York? My name is Jam Master J, and I'm here to say that Adidas, WBLS, and Rush Productions presents a fundraising appearance by the kings of rap and roll. Live at the Apollo Theater, April 19th, two shows, 7 and 11 p.m. What's up, New York? My name is Jam Master J, and I'm here to say that Adidas, WBLS, and Rush Productions present a fundraising appearance by the kings of rap, Run DMC. 
York. Yo, what up? This is Run, and me and my man DMC gonna be busting new jams like. Take 15. Special guests, the Beastie Boys. Tickets 5, 10, 18, and $25 with special box seats at $30. Pick them up at the Apollo Theater box office or ticket sensors. Ticket outlets. Ticket master outlets. Ticket master outlets. Guess the Beastie Boys. Tickets 5, 10, 18, and $25 with special box seats at $30. Pick them up at the Apollo Theater box office or Ticketmaster Centers. Fuck it.
Black Plastic Mutiny Radio FM. Thanks for listening. Uh, good positive vibrations goes out to Sean from Bug House on Tuesday. He had me in doing his show because he messed up his hands. So think good thoughts for Bug House, Sean. Think good thoughts for yourself and uh, remember. Always do the right thing.
are, man. I'd love to find you. I hate to, hate to belabor the point, but I will say it again in case nobody heard me the first time. There is someone giving out some flat blue acid. It is poison. There are 15 people who are very ill from it. Right, right. Love shines a different light. 
South, or in the Midwest, or maybe on the way to Bakersfield. And we're, we're driving in a 57 Chevy to an old roadhouse. Can you dig it? You know, it's about uh, 1.30, and we're not driving too fast, but we're not driving too slow either. We got a six pack of beer in the car, a few joints, and we're just uh, listening to the radio and uh, driving to the old roadhouse through nature. Dig it? Well,
Is everybody in? 